right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition. This time to our top five rookie rankings. You are now tuned into the Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast. That's right. Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast. This is your man, Julian. This is Brandon, your boy, B-Laugh. JJ Dynamite. All right, all right, all right. Let's get right into it. Top five rookie rankings. This is the top five guys in order freshman year in the NFL that we think you need to have on your team. Myself, Brandon, James, we all got a different top five and we're going to discuss them. Talk about the comparisons and the differences and the, the contrasts are going to be pretty sneaky. I think uh, James's number one is going to catch some people by surprise. So get ready for that. Let's start off. Number five. Let's start off a number five. I'm going to hit you with my number five pick. A guy that you got to put in your top five after this Julio trade. And that is Kyle Pitts. Freak tight end. An individual who I believe will, will break some rookie tight end records this year. Maybe maybe Gronk's touchdown rookie record. Maybe uh, Jeremy Shockey. I think it was catches or, or receiving yards rookie. A tight end record. But watch out for Kyle Pitts this year. I'm getting as much Kyle Pitts as I can get. If he falls to a certain place, the trouble is I don't think – I think his price tag now is a little too rich for my blood. Where do you draft him? him? Where do you draft him? Kyle Pitts, man, I, I, I still think you got to go – you're still going Kelsey above him. You're still going um, obviously Kittle above him. I think you're going Mark Andrews above him, and I think you're also going Hawkinson above him. So I think he's a top five drafted, and he's 100% finished top eight. I think he'll probably finish as number five, number four around there. All right, Brandon. I think, I think you can place, I, I definitely think you can place Pitts right above, like right above Hawkinson. I think, I think with the loss of Julio, um, th- there, there's going to be a huge, huge target ten, share. 10 targets a game, 10 targets a game Julio was asking for. Yeah. And so, you got to, so you got to figure gone. that, figure that man, highest drafted tight end in NFL history. You got to figure he's getting at least seven of those. So, hey, right, Brandon, hit me with your number five. My number five is Mr. Trey Sermon out of the Ohio State because I feel like Kyle, Kyle, oh, Kyle Shanahan H. can take he can take Julian and oh. James and make us into great NFL running backs. This man knows how to scheme up. And yeah, but I got a good knee. I have I have a good knee. So you know. yes, yes. <laughs> so 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 I feel like what. I think Jeff Wilson now is slated to be out for six weeks. So, I mean, Trey Sermon is easily going to fall into the backup role with, you know, with the running back share, with what, what he wants to do with probably Trey Lance starting. I still think Trey Lance is going to start over Jimmy Garoppolo. Julian, I know you feel different about that. But I do feel like Trey Lance is going to start. He's going to want to run the ball. And I feel like Trey Sermon as a rookie is going to have a drastic impact to that offense because I'm, Raheem Mostert has definitely shown us that he cannot stay healthy as well. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I couldn't agree with more other than the placement. Uh, you're going to see he's in my top five, but not a number five. Yeah, I'm certainly uh, not mad at that. I'm not I'm, mad I'm, at that. I'm a little shocked that James, you, you'll see he's not in James's top five. And uh, give, given the, the Buckeyes fan James's, I'm a little surprised. It's more opportunity. I, it's not that I think Trey Sermon is the best running back in this class, but the opportunity. First of exactly. all, you, you know 49ers run three running back systems. And two of them are putting up good numbers every every week. And now he went from number three to number two already with Jeff Wilson out. So the opportunity is there for him. Yeah, I can think of a couple rookie running backs that I would take before him. But my number five, good pick, though, B. 
Got to stay with them Buckeyes. My number five is Jalen Waddle. And I, I'll, I'll give uh, I'll give uh, B one back for for them Bama boys. But uh, I like I like Jalen down there in uh, in Miami. I think that uh, I think that with we, what we talked about in episode one in regards to Tua, you know, he's already practicing with the receivers at the park. Um, he was practicing receivers at the park two months ago. Um, and I think him and Jalen already have a chemistry. So I think that uh, I think that Waddle was a, a good pick. I, I, he's a, he's a high pick receiver for me. Um, I think he go. I think he gets 10 plus targets a game. So so uh, let me let me follow you back up then, James. Where do you draft in Jalen Waddle? Where what round do you think is that's about where he should go? I'm looking at Jalen Waddle as a solid uh, wide receiver too. So I'm I'm thinking I take I take Waddle as early as four, but he's going to be gone before seven. Okay, I I was thinking in my head six seven is reasonable uh, at, at this moment. Maybe depending I, I, on the size of the league, obviously. I mean, you got a fourteen. If you got a fourteen team league, I mean, if we're talking about a if we're talking about a you know ten team or less. You're going. He, seven, he could be there eight. the tenth. He could be there. Yeah, be there he could tenth, be there the tenth. Yeah, but I, but I'm yeah, thinking, exactly. you know, fourteen, you know, big big leagues. I'm thinking the higher rounds, uh, like four. But uh, you know, our size league, twelve man. Um, I'm thinking, I'm I'm with you, five, six, seven latest. I so at, at this moment, I think he's more of a wide receiver too. As the off season goes on, if we find out that he's going to start off in that wide receiver one or at least own the slot, I think the slot for Tua is going to be big. Uh, Tua, Tua, you got to remember, uh, Tua might not have the best rookie season, but he also didn't get a real off season with COVID and everything. So he kind of got thrown into it. A lot of the rookies last year, I, if they didn't perform that well, Tua included, I'm not counting them out because they – they got a freak of an off season, which was like no off season stuff was thrown together. They didn't play in front of crowds. The whole thing was weird with the pandemic. So I, I expect to, a, I don't know if it's even fair to say bounce back here. I just expect him to be the guy that we thought he was going to be. And with, and with Waddle being this guy that he has already has his natural chemistry with. And, and I mean, on top of, you know, and on top of that at, at Alabama, like Waddle was a huge, huge, special teams threat within the kick return. Oh yeah. Which, He's which, I mean, which, which ultimately obviously, you know, the season in Alabama, but I mean, he was a great punt return in the kick return special. So that's still going to add, you know, a lot of fantasy value when you're talking about Jaden Waller on top of Devontae Parker and Wolf Fuller who have, who have shown the propensity in the past. Ooh, and I never don't be able to stay either healthy. of those guys. Yes. Yeah, so, so like, you know, he's going to end up sucking up a lot of the volumes with, him and Mike Isecki, you know, at the tight end spot, you know, those guys, once, once, you know, unhealthy, Waddle is going to be a prime target that you can get for a steal at, you know, roughly the fifth or sixth round, as you said, Julian. Yeah, I, I'm probably not going to own too many Waddle shares because he's outside my top five. I had him more ranked like seven, uh, to be honest, maybe seven or eight, but he's definitely a guy I'm watching and I think he's going to have a great season. I just think he's just outside the top five rookies for me. Uh, but yeah, I, I think he's gonna have a good season. And it, and I think something that's going to help him tremendously is I typically, if I can get Will Fuller late, I love Will Fuller. If I can draft him as my wide receiver three or actually four, I love me some Will Fuller because I know he's going to have five good games. With that, but but but, but for <laughs> me, the 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 Will Fuller, I know we don't want to completely talk about you know Will Fuller because he's not a rookie, oh, we, but no 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 yeah no. Will Fuller had a had a level of chemistry with Deshaun Watson that I don't think two is going to have with him on top of. 
Will Fuller has speed. Waddle has speed. So, so there, there are things that Waddle, I think, can do to bring more to a team to deserve more snaps and targets than Will Fuller is going to bring. I, I agree. So my, my point uh, for that was Will Fuller, I think, will have five good games, but he's not going to stay healthy. Devontae Parker is going to drop so many balls. Which in Jalen Waddle, knowing he's got good hands, and the comparisons, especially when you're talking about special teams, his comparisons are Tyreek Hill, who's arguably the best wide receiver in the league. So to have those comparisons already is pretty incredible. All right. Moving on, pick number four. You know what, uh, James, you picked, started, give us your number four. Uh, my number four is Travis Etienne, one of those rookie running backs that I would take before Trey Sermon in your fantasy draft. He is already RB1 on their depth chart. And um, I love the kid in school. Oh, he's RB1 on their depth chart. And I love the kid in school, even though I didn't like Clemson too much. Uh, I just, I just love the way Same. he ran the ball, and I think that uh, I think that the Jags um, with with uh, Urban there uh, do do uh, use the use the run game a little bit more than they have been in the past. I I, I think he's gonna have a decent year. I I think Urban is I I am biased. I will throw this out there. I'm an Urban buyer lover, but I also think Urban's gonna be great for that team. I just don't think. Travis Etienne has a good first half of the season because I don't believe he's the starting running back there. I believe after yeah. the year James Robinson had, yes. he is a starting running back. Yes. And I think he's going to be workhorse type and barring an injury. And it's definitely possible because of the talent that Travis Etienne has, he can take the job. But if it, if it were to happen, it wouldn't be till second half. So I absolutely, he's outside my top five. Yeah, yeah. For for, for for me, for me, ETN doesn't make even like my top ten. Just for them already talking about changing his position, and then James right. Robinson He's working out the wide receiver. Yeah, who was a really bad. I'm really year. glad so, this is recorded. So, by the so, way, so it was already. I mean, so it was already sort of a head scratcher for Urban Meyer to draft him in the first place, being that they had you know the outstanding rookie from last year, James, James Robinson, Robinson to, yeah. to, to to kind of come into that role, which and is the team shocking. Had so many and other needs. Yeah, and they're and they're already talking about changes of position to wide receiver. So unless you're in PPR, you know, Jake, I mean, Travis Etienne is not somebody that I would definitely consider in my top five like premium rookies for this year. Yeah, for me, he doesn't even make my top ten. Right. So there's the rule with rookies that I abide by is more than, opportunity means more than talent. Yep. So while you absolutely may believe Travis Etienne, and he may, maybe he is better football player, better athlete, all these things than Trey Sermon, the opportunity is not there for him like it will be. To, for Trey Sermon, in he's my listed, he's listed as RB one. Just saying. Brandon, give me your number four. But before you give it to me, quick little point: uh, there are two that Brandon and I agreed on. One of them is this one right here. Both are number four, and then we might as well start with James's number three, which is this same player. Brandon, who is it? My number four is going to be, and I'm not being a homer, guys. It is, mm. is Devonte Smith, the Heisman winner, just because I feel like um, there's going to be a huge target void that you know there's going to be a large expectation. Devonte Smith has great hands. He he has great route running. You know, really really sleek, smooth player knows how to get open. And I feel like you, you know the familiarity that he's going to have with Jalen Hurts from playing in Alabama, like he's going to fit in well with the loss of Nelson Aguilar and like the untrustworthy receiving core. Out really outside of Zach Ertz, I mean I mean he's going to have like Zach Ertz not there. Yeah, he's gonna have a huge opportunity not, to not like going to snag some balls there in, in Philly. Yep. Yeah, speed, hey. route running, um, chemistry with uh, Hertz. Uh, that's that's an easy. I have I have him in my top three. Yeah, yeah. He's so yeah. He's mine and Brandon's number four. He's James's top three. Uh, on average, he's 
somebody that we all recognize as just an incredible asset. He's our, on average, number two overall player that you should have out of, out of the rookies that Brandon James and I can wholeheartedly agree on. He's somebody you want. He is already a number one on that team. It's him and Dallas Goddard. And people are putting Jalen Hurts as a, as a top. Yeah, as Jalen Hurts is a top 10 QB this year. Only way he's a top 10 QB is if Devontae Smith goes buck wild. Which, man, if if you watch that guy, I kind of hate him. He is so yeah, I, I kind <laughs> of hate I kind of hate him. Gotta uh, respect it though, man. But Gotta respect man, it. do I respect it. So all right, so that's Brandon said it all. Uh, number four for me and him. And, and James is number three. I'll give you my number three uh, because it's something we've already spoken about. My number three is Trey Sermon. So uh, going back to Homer, the Buckeyes. So uh, again, what, what I mentioned earlier, opportunity means more than than skill when it comes to fantasy football. Are are you going? If you're giving James Schweitzer twenty carries a game. I'll throw him in my flex. I don't care that he's not <laughs> athletic and not fast and not tall and not even that good looking. That's I don't it. even we'll care. Raise it. We'll raise it. We'll raise it when you come to Tampa. Dude. We'll raise it. <laughs> so the opportunity Julian, on that point with, 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 with Sermon, like once again, the Kyle Shanahan offense and running I mean, backs, man, running backs. Everybody knows man. running backs rule fantasy football. That. I mean, I mean, people hoard running backs. They draft two or three. They play one in the flex. So, I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. Sermon, Sermon would be an amazing. Take four and play three. Yes. He I would, got you, guys. He would Listen. be on, on any given Sunday. Be, he would be an amazing flex player. I am, I am all 100%. for Trey Sermon. I'd love to see Trey Sermon have a stellar NFL career. Um, I'll be honest with you guys, man. The, the, the average lifespan of a running back in the NFL is, what, three and a quarter years? And um, he's already banged up. I do like the fact that that Shanahan does run a multi-back system, but he likes to run the ball. I just I, I can't have him in my top five because I don't I don't think he's sturdy enough to be in it. But the thing is, you guys, what have you done for me lately? Right now, Jeff Wilson is banged up. Trey Sermon is not. Trey yes. Sermon is fresh. Trey Sermon is ready to Girl. rock, Girl. and he is going to pound the chicken. Hey, you he don't have to convince boom, me, boom, man. Boom, you, boom, you don't boom. have to convince me. You can draft him. I just oh, I I'm will. just telling you why I wouldn't. And and. and uh, him and my number two guy are the ones that I think I may end up getting shares of because where I, where I value them, I think they may be getting drafted a little bit lower that yeah. um, uh, Trey Sermon and the guy I've ranked number two, we'll discuss in a minute. Those are the guys that I think I will end up having a lot of shares of. So number one guy, most people have him as number one on average. We all have him as our number one. Uh, so I'll, he'll probably get drafted before I'm willing to pay the price. But my number, but but Trey Sermon and my number two guy, I think I'll end up getting a lot of shares in them, and I'm gonna be very happy with it. So I think where he's being drafted, he's very undervalued, and he could be a breakout stud. I fully believe that. So all right, that's my number three, Brandon. I know we spoke about him a little bit earlier. Who's your number three? My number three is gonna be Mr. Jalen Waddle. Once again, Julian, as you stated earlier, he does have a lot of a lot of traits and. If you had to mirror him of somebody in the NFL as a wide receiver, it would definitely be Tyreek Hill. Amazing, amazing, amazing playmaking ability. I mean, can break the big play, home run every time he gets up to bat. You know what I mean? So he, like his ability with the two receivers that that, that are going to be playing along his side with, with Devontae Parker and Will Fuller, 
these guys have shown the ability to not be able to stay healthy. So I think Jalen Waddle is a, a huge option on top of they're definitely going to involve them in the special teams game. So, so for that rookie, I think he holds a ton of value, ton of value for the area that you're going to draft him in where you can comfortably are going to be able to play him week in week out, because I think Tua does have chemistry with him as well. So, so uh, again, he's not in my top five, but he's close. He's around seven ish for me, but it's just right outside my top five. Uh, but I, Again, he's somebody that I don't think I'll own too many shares of because James is looking at him as, as a round four guy. He said he thinks around six. I'm more if if he's there around seven hey, or eight, dude, I'm considering. Hey, dude, him. Don't put words in my mouth. 14, 14 team league. He's going in four. Sorry. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So so we play in a twelve team league. James, tell me where, where you see Waddle reasonably being drafted. I already did. So already twelve did. team league. I could see him going as high as five as low as seven. I could see that in our league. Okay. Okay, so if he's there at six, do you take him? Depends on who I already have, man. Come on, dude. What are you talking about? What are you getting trying to get me to incriminate myself, dude? Relax. relax. <laughs> no, no, but, but he's saying in a hypothetical, like it's a yes. If, Thank let's you. just say James, let's just say James has wide receivers, and then and then we, we go to sixth or seventh round for a player that you graded to go a little okay. higher than that. Would you take him? But, but because to me, I'm not taking him in six, no matter what. There's no way I'm taking Jalen Waddle in the sixth round. Dude, I'd take him in six. In our I, league, I'd take I, him I would, in six. I would take him in six. Okay. Well, and, and, and I said that again now. I said this earlier, and I'll repeat myself for this point. At this very moment, uh, it is early, middle June. It's middle June. I don't see him as the number one at this moment. But again, I, we talked about Will Fuller not being – uh, anything reliable. We talked about Devontae Parker dropping the ball. If they, if it's looking like by the time uh, the end of the preseason is coming, by end of August, beginning of September, when people were, most people were doing their drafts, and I'm like, okay, man, he's looking like he's the number one, then that changes everything. And, and if I believe he's the number one, and I know he's going to be the chemistry. Based on those two facts you just mentioned, I can see him getting as many shares as anybody on that team. Exactly. That's, yeah, exactly. That's fair. Yeah. So, yeah. I completely so moving, on, moving on. What, what, uh, moving on. What, what number are we on? Okay, so we just discussed everybody's three. So, uh, Brandon, give me your two, then I'll give you, then we'll give my two, and then James, you give your two because your number two is mine and Brandon's number one. So, Brandon, give me your two. My number two is definitely going to be Kyle Pitts with the huge, huge news this week that Julio Jones has been traded to the Tennessee Titans. Kyle Pitts is going to be there. The 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 volume because who. A lot. There's gonna be a lot of volume loss. That's one of the main reasons now that I feel like Calvin really has been vaulted into the into the easily wide receiver one position. Kyle Pitts is gonna be the 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 second tier receiver on that team that's gonna be able to suck up a lot of volume. So we're looking at the Travis Kelseys, the George Kittles. I'm really looking for Kyle Pitts to have a monster monster breakout year because I've watched him in college. I mean, he can play inside, outside, tight end. I mean, whatever position you need him to play on the field, he can play it. So I think his versatility alone is going to warn him to pretty much be on the field every snap, which is going to put him in a, a mismatch against cornerbacks, safeties, you yeah. name it, linebackers. So I take Kyle Pitts as my number two. I, I spoke about Kyle Pitts. I already said how he's in my top five. A week ago, he was not in my top five. But after the trade, I can't not have that man in my top five. But what I want to hear is, James, he's not even in your top five. Tell us oh, why. Dude. Hey, I was saving that for later, man. I was People were thinking that he was my number one. No, people were he, thinking he, he was my number no, one. 
people aren't thinking that. No, I let let him know that your number one is a shocker. So So, tell us why he's not in your top five. So he's not in my top five because I think there's a lot of hype. I think he's a really, really fantastic athlete. I think he had a a good time in Florida, Uh, but I I don't, I don't see him even without Julio getting the volume you guys think he's going to get. And not only that, man, I think, I think he's a bust. So out of, out of everybody who got got wow. some hype, got some hype in this draft, I think Kyle Pitts, they they put Kyle Pitts on this pedestal, and I and I don't see it. So I think I think he's a bust. I don't think he's uh I don't think he's the uh, the, the rookie you guys think he's going to be. So okay, we'll okay, see. So James, not, not, not to debate your opinion because that's your opinion. So 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 define a bust. What would make, in your opinion? the the most freakish athlete in this entire draft bust in your eyes so so here's here's what makes him here's what makes him a bust chuckles um he's not he's not played one down in the nfl yet so so nobody has this conversation so that point doesn't count and no one's no one's laughing at anybody's takes like you guys are laughing at this one so oh i'll laugh at you number one harder don't worry you you won't have a chance to so so a, a bust would be you guys have them both in your top five. So you guys would probably draft Kyle Pitts. I don't know, probably, probably before Waddle, right? I mean, you take him yeah. in the top five rounds, possibly top four rounds, depending. I, I, I see the thing is I look at, I look at Pitts as about a fifth or sixth rounder and I look at Waddle seventh, eighth. In about a fifteen round, twelve person. But you guys just uh, said draft. he was. A, you guys just would, said he was a top four. You, you guys are ranking tight him in, up there. Tight end, tight end, man. man. Tight end, man. If, if you don't get if you don't get Kelsey or Kittle, you wait. Everybody knows yes. that. You wait, man. Dude, you wait. Dude, Where you are you taking been? Mark Andrews in the first three rounds? Come like on, I'm not taking son. like no. All right, a bust. He's gonna he's gonna score less. He's gonna score less than five touchdowns this year. So that's a bust to you uh, yes. under five. T- so yes. four or less touchdowns with the pedestal bust. they put him on without Julio Jones there. Absolutely. But 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 you do realize the reason that they put him on this this quote unquote pedestal that you discussed, James. Fantastic athlete. He's in a position where he's faster than every linebacker, other than probably Devin White. He is he's he's gonna be able to outmaneuver any any drop. safety. Hey, and he's gonna be able to out muscle and, hey, and out height 90% of the cornerbacks. Just draft him. You don't have to convince no, 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 just no, draft him. No, no, but but I'm saying like they they place this position on him based upon his his physical skill set and the things that he's done. So 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 you you have to look at the the matchup, like that, that and, and, that's and, what it's gonna be and, about matchups. And and, and to back back Brandon up with this opportunity again means everything. Yes. All oh. those, all those targets that Matty Ice was given out. Yep. They have to go somewhere. Matty Ice slings the rock. And, and who's the running back there? Who's the running back in Atlanta? Crickets. Meaning they're going to pass the ball. They're going to pass the rock all day yeah, so even in Atlanta. If, even if their floor is, is a garbage offense that always plays comeback football, garbage points still means points in fantasy, man. Oh, give me all the garbage points. I will take that. all the – call me the garbage man. He's, just a, rookie. Garbage He's just a rookie I would stay away from. Okay. Last question. Where, where do you think is reasonable to draft rookie tight end Kyle Pitts, James? I wouldn't touch uh, Kyle Pitts. In the top? I, you wouldn't I take mean, him at all? If he was still available in like eight, 
nine, eight and, or nine I okay. t- and I didn't, and I didn't get Kittles or Man. homeboy from Las Vegas. I, I mean, I mean, fair enough. I would take him if you're still available in eight too, but I don't see him being available there. <laughs> yeah. I think he's, he's not, he's not going to far. I don't see him like on a, if, if he's there in the sixth that, and that's my point is I don't think I'm going to own him in almost any of my drafts because I'm probably not willing to pay higher than a fifth. I probably, the hype's going to be sixth. Yeah. The, the hype he, to me, he's the number one, most hype player. So uh, out of rookies. So I'd be maybe willing to give a sixth. I'm not willing to give something higher than a sixth. Um, Probably for like most rookies, unless it's a rookie running back that, you know, like, is there going to be the workhorse like a Zeke or something, even with Zeke's rookie year. Like like my number two, like my number two. Let's see. But your number two is my number one. I would absolutely draft him higher hundred percent but so, based upon like julian was saying man fantasy is about opportunity hey, dude, it's, if you it's say not that about what you think t- a player if you say is. that one more time i'm mute james it's the opportunity <laughs> and not <laughs> you both hey, have james. lots of opportunity so hey, james, uh, i like the opportunity that kyle pitts it's so, about the opportunity so i really enjoy the opportunity that Najee harris my number two is gonna get in pittsburgh um uh, all kid, right okay kid, so, kids, so kid, yeah. kids a stud kids a stud you guys both have him at one he's um, our number I'll, one man i'll, let, he's I'll the guy. let you guys both talk about him but i think he's gonna be fantastic. because of opportunity james and, just and, I'll, right. and yeah. I'll be honest with you with his opportunity in schittsburgh <laughs> um i think i think that uh, i think you could draft him i think you could safely draft him in the third even late second and you'd okay. be okay Okay, 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 Brandon. Before we get into him, James, I have to ask you one uh, one last question. Dead serious. I know you said it sarcastically, but the reason I have him as my number one ranked rookie is because of his opportunity. <laughs> yes. Do you not? Do you not agree with that? Hey, hey, I don't disagree with that. And that's the point of all of this, man. Okay, is, cool. Is the, I, opp- hey, the opportunity always? But when you have opportunity and talent, he's got both. I got you. Yes, I got you. He is. I agree with you. Arguably the most talented running back. If not the second most talented running back, I'll give him one or two, cool. and he's got the best opportunity to succeed. You can't go r- wrong. And and I'm telling is, you right now, he's going, he's gonna go by, by draft day, late first, early second. Which is why Travis Etienne, in my opinion, how we discuss like who who you had rated James, like he's he doesn't crack my top five just because hey I man, don't. We're talking about I'm, Najee Harris. We're not talking about ETN right now. No, no, no. So go no, ahead. No, You're no, getting I'm, defensive. I'm explaining. Just but I'm explaining. Talk but, about but Najee. No, no. But I'm still explaining why, why, why opportunity matters in fantasy football, especially for us a running back. We're running back. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with you. I haven't disagreed one time. <laughs> Brandon, go ahead. Brandon, you elaborate. Me and James yeah. sit back. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. He's, well, he's was, your guy. He's your guy. I hate, I kind of hate him. I hate him too. I'd like to slap him. Yeah, Actually, yeah. You know, yeah, here's the thing. I'd like to slap him on the football field, but he is a fantastic human being. That's yeah, all I, 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 I like I like Najee based upon I, I think Najee is a is, is a three down back because at Alabama he oh, I agree. like like his you know his his senior in Alabama, he definitely proved that he has the ability to be able to run all the routes in the route tree. Like you know, the offense according to Steve Sarkeesian put him in a lot of positions to be able to like not catch the ball out of the backfield, but like catch it in the open field against you know wide receivers. I, I mean I, um blah blah um go, um, cornerbacks, you know, linebackers, safeties, everybody that could defend him, he was able to, you know, f- free himself. So I think, you know, with Pittsburgh's offense, Ben Roethlisberger, they like to chuck it. Like Ben Roethlisberger doesn't throw deep. He throws short slants. He can get to the running back. Now that, you know, you know, with the loss of Le'Veon Bell, you know, 
a couple years ago. James and, Connor. And James Connor's gone. Exactly. James Connor's gone. So I think I think he's gonna fill into that role. It, even if he doesn't get, you know, 20 carries a game, he'll probably get you 10 carries and probably be able to get you five to six <sighs> catches and and some red zone touches. So I think he's gonna provide the best value out of all the rookies just based off of opportunity. Disagree. But I, I mean I agree with everything you said, but he's not the the most he won't have the most opportunity because my number one. Oh boy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But before, before we get there, I want to say one more thing uh, about Najee. I don't know him personally, and I hate the Steelers and I hate Alabama. So I hate him. But go ahead, James. Who's your J- James? Who, who is your and, and it, it kills it kills me, James. It kills me. It kills me so much because I love the player that you're going to say. So it kills me so, that I have to sit. Oh, just give me your somebody, pick, dude. Somebody's got to stir the soup. So, so this guy, <laughs> this guy, all right, this guy uh, is Give going us your to, number one. Uh, is, it's Justin Fields for the Chicago Bears. It, it breaks it breaks my heart because okay. I love so, Justin so, Fields. Yeah, and you got to stop because I've got to elaborate. Take it. So, Take it. I'm gonna so sit back. This is this is the breakout year for it's Justin Fields. A four three wide receiver Mooney. You got Allen Robinson there. You got Jimmy Graham could be the return of Jimmy Graham. You say Jimmy Graham in 2021. I, I did say that. <laughs> and, and, and we all know that there's not really a running game there, but Montgomery has shown signs of life. Okay. So, so here, here's, here's my point. Would you have drafted Cam Newton as a top five quarterback, his rookie season? I think that's rhetorical. I think you know the answer is no. Uh, uh, oh, oh, you would yeah. you would have you not, wouldn't have drafted him a top five quarterback. I would have. Are, are you saying if we could go back and redraft that season? Yes. yes. If I can yeah, go back right and draft now, season, yeah, he finished like top three or something. Whatever, whatever was. Yeah, it was Listen, I got you. So, so we're not talking about Cam. We're talking J- about the Justin Fields yeah. is that talent. Oh. He is, he is, he is that Dude, talent. It kills me that I have to talk bad about a Buckeye, but, but Go you're ahead. backing me Go into ahead. a corner that I Go gotta ahead. talk bad about. Do a Buckeye. It. I love it. I Do love it. it, Julian. And I'm glad this Julian, is being recorded. You bash that Buckeye because I, I need no, to. No, I'm it. not gonna bash it. I'm just tired of I'm talking not. about ba- folks. Uh, the friggin', ugh, I don't want to talk about Alabama anymore. Alabama's crushing my top five. All right, enough of James. But James, but James, once we're talking about fantasy value. That's why neither myself or Julian so, included. So don't convince included. me. Convince the listeners otherwise. No, 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 no. We're speaking to I, you I, because I, I know I, you. No, you don't have to so, talk so, to so, me. So, I, I, so we're speaking. When Brent is done, I'm going to talk to you and so, everybody listening. So, so here, listeners out there. All right. So <laughs> when we're speaking about that's why myself and Julian, the two smarter guys of the three, decided <laughs> okay. not to put a quarterback inside of the top five because we realized none of the rookie quarterbacks this year inside of the draft will be drafted in a round that's going to matter. None of them. Okay. So why you would waste a value pick on a, on a quarterback one who I don't even think is the best is, is remotely close to the best quarterback in his entire draft. I would definitely take Trey Lance over him based upon opportunity and the offensive coordinator. I like the offensive coordinator in San Francisco. Are you saying Trey Lance over Trevor Lawrence? Based upon opportunity, yes. If so, 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 that, for, for, so we haven't discussed this top rookie quarterback. You are going Trey Lance over top. Uh, f- f- so, to have on your team, you're putting Trey Lance over Trevor Lawrence. 
that is all based upon Trey Lance actually playing. If Trey Lance plays I'm this talking season, today, man, you who would you, have... you take on your team? Who would you take your team? Because because J- James James is not going to win anything. You, I would, both, I'm not even talking to James anymore. I would easily t- <laughs> I would I would still take Trevor Lawrence over Justin Fields right now because I know Trevor Lawrence no, won no, no, is no. going to start. Of course, one. every everybody would everyone would other than James. Yeah. My point my point is Trey Lance or Trevor Lawrence because if you don't say Trey, Trey Lawrence. Lawrence Trey Lance. I see you Trey both. Lance, Trey Lance. But go, Dude, go keep look, going. Keep look, going. Keep going. So, 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 so the reason I'm going to take Trey Lance is because I don't trust Matt Nagy. I don't trust the offensive line that they, re, that they, that they refuse to improve at, at this particular point. I, I like the scheme of Kyle Shanahan. I like the run game. I like the offensive line. I like the defense. I like all the things that's going to set Trey Lance up to be in a much better position than I feel like Justin Fields is going to be in on, on, on top of the fact of, I, I just don't like I think Justin Fields, man, I, for me personally, like I feel like he he has a strong arm. He's good. But I feel like he was he showed us some 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 very, very bad film this year against really good competition, i.e. one Alabama, i.e. Northwestern, i.e. Indiana. So those are the things that I'm basing that basing this off of on top of I feel like, you know, San Francisco has better weapons than, than Chicago. OK, so. The, the the Trey Lance point goes to the same thing I'm gonna say against why the the Justin Fields point is is not is not a good one. Okay, so I'm a Justin Fields fan. I'm a huge Justin Fields fan. I want to be wrong about this, but logic tells me different. Trey Lance and Justin Fields are not going to be the starters at the beginning of the year. Trevor Lawrence is the starter for the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's why, honestly, if this was six or seven people deep. You would have heard me say Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is going to be a starter, a starting quarterback you can play in your league. And, and, and 90% of the leagues are one quarterback league. So you're only looking for the top 12 quarterbacks anyway. There are 30 plus quarterbacks that are relevant. You're looking for the top 12. So it's slim pickings. It's same thing. Tight ends and quarterbacks, you need one good one. Justin Fields is not going to play enough, maybe the second half of the season, but that means he's a free agent. Trey Lance is not going to start being the season, which means he will be a free agent. So maybe you, maybe you guys pick them up and stash them. But we're talking about people you will draft. You draft Najee Harris. You draft Jamar Chase. You draft Kyle Pitts. You draft Jalen Waddle. You draft Trey Sermon. You draft Devontae Smith. You draft all these people that we've mentioned before Justin Fields, who James says is number one. Point being, if you can get James in your league, do it. <laughs> right on. Hey James, send out your email address so people can actually Hell yeah. invite so, James so listen, to your so league. Listen. Make it hot a money take. league so hot you can take. make some money. Justin Fields is going to start. If he doesn't start at the beginning of the season, he'll start before Trey Lance, and he will score more points than anyone you have in your top five. Yeah, so it, quarterbacks are uh, always going to score just the saying, most saying, because of opportunity. Saying, but what saying. we're talking that about drafting. is drafting James. I like Justin Fields is definitely going to be. I don't think that's. I don't think that was if the criteria. You don't, that wasn't the criteria. So what I'm saying right now, you know, look, you know absolutely Julian, the criteria. Top Julian, five James. Julian, remember that I'm saying this right now. Julian. If James is not dressed, Justin Fields, Justin Fields will be a waiver wire pickup. You heard that from me first. So, so, so J- James, do you understand that you're saying you would just, you would draft Justin Fields over Najee Harris? Do you understand that? No, I didn't say that. And Jalen Waddle. And that is, that's what this list is. That's what the list is. Yeah, I, I didn't say that. You do not know what we're doing here. I hey, to, okay. I said I talked to James. I said I talked to listeners. I've been talking to James. This one's to the listeners. I apologize for his misunderstanding while we're here today. Uh, uh, he's a good guy. I know him personally. Honestly, if you if you got to know him, you would love him. But on well. the uh, but uh, but on this format, 
he's he's lost. He's lost. <laughs> so once again, like Julian said, if you can get James in your fantasy or, league, or, James, or we could just agree about everything, and that'd be fun, right? That'd be <laughs> That's super not fun. fun. That's not. Hey, fun. but real quick, while we got a little bit of time left, sleepers. Who's your sleep? Who's a sleeper rookie you got? <laughs> Hey, that, hey that I, you guys might be able to sneak in later rounds. I, I, I will. Th- I'll, let me start this one because I, I've been cool. talking about him. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor, and, we're, and we're saying sleeper, sleeper, sleeper rookies. Sleeper rookies, sleeper right? Hey, we got to stick to rookies. That's the topic today. Okay. Sleeper rookie is, is Trevor Lawrence. Nobody, like James's almost relative point was would you, would you take Cam, Cam Newton his rookie year? Nobody, he was a free agent because nobody takes rookies, uh, rookie quarterbacks. Right. Mm. But point being is, if you can, if you have the excess space, you think you're covered, and you've already got a decent quarterback, if you can get Trevor Lawrence as maybe a QB two in round twelve, you take him. Okay, I, uh, Trevor Lawrence. I I believe in Urban Meyer. I gotta be honest. I, be, with you, I believe man. in Trevor Not Lawrence. Not even in our arm. league is he gonna last that long. Yeah, I, I don't think he'll last that long either. Trevor in, in Lawrence. Our, in any league, so, so, yeah. So you guys think in our league that somebody's gonna draft Trevor Lawrence and 100%. he's gonna be what a starter or just stashed on the bench? Who knows? Who knows what the crazies I, we got in our league? But it, it, I'm gonna tell you right it, now, I don't think he's gonna be available at twelve. But, but so there are always some, some there are always some oddballs. I, I mean, if if he's there or eleven or twelve, I'm very much considering him. Um, and, and I, I think he's a I think he's a very good pick at eleven and twelve. But there but there are some silly folks. There's some guys I don't even know. So while I was gone all last year, you guys added somebody who ended up beating you guys, which I'm I'm embarrassed for you about somebody that I don't even know. I, I would have never let that guy beat me, but, but you guys, you guys are whatever. I know I never met this guy, but then we've got like, like we've got Ronnie. If you guys don't know Ronnie, he's a ginormous human being. So he has a hard time thinking like he's really big, which means his brain brain is peanut sized. And then Jimmy, Jimmy is all muscles, no brain. Uh, Chad, Chad is, he's going to draft Tebow. <laughs> Cause he's oh, dude, we gotta have some guests on here, dude. We gotta have some guests. Ronald, Ronald is a is a character. We gotta have him on oh, there. Be, yeah, but, but he can't keep it PG. <laughs> yeah, be, be, who do you got as a sleep a rookie sleeper? You got one? My my, my rookie sleeper is, is is definitely going to be the 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 running back out of out of the University of North Carolina, Michael Carter. I I I think you I think the that. the uh, the new head I had him. For, for I, the, I, I, the, I I was he was close to almost beating Kyle Pitts for, for the for the New York Jets. The yep. but as He's he's coming from that staple of defense, so he's he's gonna want to play good defense, protect the ball, and I think Michael Carter, like with with the production that he had out of the University of North Carolina, he's gonna be a solid, solid, solid rookie this year. I think he he could he could potentially have the same production as James Robinson did out of um, Jacksonville last year. I think he can have that kind of fantasy impact, like a like a sleeper, like a good steal that you can put him away, and like he could be productive for you throughout the season, and then and like down the stretch for the playoffs. So, so I'm going to stay in the same state he went to school in and go with the with the Panthers and and, and Chubba Hubbard, uh, and here's why. It goes back to my Christian McCaffrey hatred. So don't don't draft don't draft Christian McCaffrey one because oh. Chubba Hubbard is going to score more fantasy points than Christian McCaffrey. I'm still in the soup again, guys. But I'm going to tell you like this. I'm going to tell you like this. He McCaffrey will not start every game this year. He no. will not. Uh, uh, Chubba Hubbard. Will, and, and, and will so does that mean started. you're predicting an injury? You're predicting an injury. Oh, I already predicted that in episode one. I predicted that okay. McCaffrey McCaffrey will start less. The over under in his game started is six 
for me. And I and I'm probably taking I, the under. I, I will take the I will take the over. And when we get uh, when this ends, I would like to speak to you about that a little bit further. Thank you. Sports betting. Sports betting is illegal. Okay. Okay. So you know what? Let's give the people a little more what they want. So we gave our top fives, but now we're now we're giving just sleepers. So people maybe not number six, no, not number seven. Uh, we gave one sleeper each. Let's give one more each, and then we're gonna end it. End it. Okay. James, give me one more sleeper. Okay. So I got. And if you don't got one, Brandon, you kick us off with that. Yeah, man, I don't really have another. Oh, sleeper. I oh, mean, oh, I got Jamar okay. Chase. I mean, I think Jamar Chase is. It, it, you know, you put it down in Cincy. I mean, you got Higgins on one side. You got Jamar Chase. I think, I think that, uh, I think, I think he's a sleeper. I think you, I think you pick, I, I think you can draft Jamar Chase. Okay. So, so uh, I'm going to give you my second sleeper and I'm going to give you somebody that I think is kind of actually a sleeper. People aren't really talking about. Mm-hmm. So Jamar Chase, I was my number two, like, which means I'm drafting Jamar Chase before Trey Sermon. I, Jamar Chase I think is the number one in Cincinnati. So I, I think he's a really big deal. I'm very, very high. And, and again, that's why I said, I think I'm going to own a lot of shares of Jamar Chase people and people that don't know what they're talking about. Like James may say I'm reaching, uh, but I think I'm going to end up owning a lot of shares. Jamar Chase I think he's huge. My sleeper sleeper pick out of rookies. Sleeper pick. Rashad Bateman. Wide receiver, Baltimore Ravens. I don't believe that a lot of people believe in him. I actually do. I I think he finishes as a wide receiver too this year. That's my bold prediction. So if you can get a wide receiver late, which I don't, I think you can get Rashad Bateman in round 12 ish. <laughs> I, I don't trust Ravens wide receivers. No, absolutely uh, not. Hey, hey, Marquise Brown has been putting up points. Point Stop being is, it. I had him on two teams last year. It's terrible. Terrible. I, but, but you know what? Now he's going to be the number two after Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman is going to be that guy. And, and my bold prediction tonight is that Rashad Bateman finishes as wide receiver two this year. And so if you can get him in the 10th, 11th, 12th, take him. Brandon, give, give me a, give me a sleeper. Your my, second sleeper. My, my sleeper. I'm going to have to be a homer here and go Kadarius Tony out of the university of Florida. I think he has, he he's he's going to bring dynamic speed and athleticism to the Giants' office that's missing. I think I think he won't be a every down uh, wide receiver, but but I think that that um, that Jason Garrett is definitely going to put together some packages for him to be able to create some fantasy value for himself. I I think they're going to you know put him as a player on special teams as well. So 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 I think he can benefit from that on, on top of being a you know Miko uh, Hartman ish you know kind of have the home run play here and there and in you know in spots but not like a consistent play but i still think he'll be a nice addition to the offense did you either you guys have javante williams you did you all have javante williams is that is that because we don't trust melvin gordon so uh javante williams in what james referring to is uh we discussed this video we originally we're going to do for all those that are still listening this late into the video an hour in thank you and uh we originally were going to do a top 12 and we realized that's too much. People prefer top, top fives. And then we get throw a couple sleepers at you at the end. So uh, yes, Javante Williams is somebody I think by the end of the year, we'll probably take over the starting role, but so, that, but right now, Melvin Gordon is that guy still. And I don't think he did yeah. anything to prove yeah, that he wasn't both, that guy. Yeah. He's, you both, but, I feel like I did six, be at him at seven. 
So, 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 so my thought of Javante Williams is this. I kind of look at Javante, Javante Williams um, as the, the how the – remember how Derrick Henry was his rookie yeah. year? And they had uh, – oh, my gosh, what is his name? Dude from the from, – from, uh, Deion Cowboys. Lewis. Deion, De- no, 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 oh, no. no. Oh, 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 you're talking about DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray, I'm sorry. Yes, it was, the name was eluding me. They had DeMarco Murray – Demarco Murray was a starter, and people took Derrick Henry his rookie year a little bit later. And was like, "Oh, this guy's a monster. He's going to get the job," and he never did. And he didn't for two years, and then he became the Derrick Henry that we know that's going to go in the top three in every league ever. So, yeah, yeah. If he doesn't go one, I'm saying he's 100. He's going to go top three no matter what. He, like the worst he can fall is two, three, and maybe four if you have some but, idiots. But my, mean, my, my, me- my point is, to me, that's. Melvin Gordon is going to be the DeMarco Murray of that yes. year, I believe. Yes. And in Javante Williams is incredibly talented, but for some reason, he's just not going to get that love this year. Yeah, and, they, and, and, and I mean, all of the goal line touches, um, like I feel like Melvin Gordon is going to be a, a goal line vulture and he's going to vulture all the touchdowns. You know, Javante Williams is going to end up like getting a lot of reps. He's going to get to that point. And then, the, you know, like what most teams do, like how DeMarco Murray was once it gets to the red zone, they're going to go with a more trustworthy veteran back, you know, you know, to punch right. it in. So, he's, he's proved himself. So, so I think Melvin Gordon in that sense is still going to hold like more fantasy value for me over Javon Williams. That's why I didn't, I didn't pick him at all to, to be in my top five. And, and again, it goes back to opportunity means everything in fantasy. Yeah. Opportunity. Uh, it's the first James has ever heard that. We see it in his face. He, he yeah, didn't know crazy. that. What does that even mean? James didn't know that. (laughs) Uh, All right. Ladies and gentlemen, you now have the fantasy freaking football's top five rookie of all positions for 2021. Now, this could change when it gets closer to draft day. But thank you for tuning in. Leave the comments below. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you think my picks were like, good or bad, Brandon's picks and James's picks. Give us your thoughts. Don't sleep on fields. Hey, like the video, please. Comment, subscribe. And this has been the Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast, yeah.